Hello and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Ben, and I have Chris Greenfield joining me today. Hello, Chris. Hey, how's it going? You all right? I'm very well. It's been uh, very manic, but uh, yeah, very, very good. <laughs> has been very manic. This past couple of hours has been particularly manic for us, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely with the school run and everything going on. <laughs> um, we're there we're finally talking um so i've got some notes um i don't obviously want to jump the gun too much um but my name's ben um this is my first ever podcast so apologies in advance if this sounds a bit amateur but i am learning as i go um chris did you want to quickly introduce yourself because i'm sure i'll scuff it if i do it myself yeah definitely so obviously my name is chris greenfield um i'm originally from Dorset, but I now live in Peterborough. Um, I've been in Peterborough for around a year now. Uh, I've pretty much been a digital nomad uh, for the past <laughs> the past probably four years or so. Um, I've lived everywhere from up north to Manchester. Um, I've pretty much lived with barely any money to my name. Um, I've had numerous jobs. I've been in Obviously, the, the online industry I've been in for about seven years. So um, I've got experience in network marketing. I've got experience in coaching, um, obviously speaking and um, basically training people up and making them and empower them and make them feel good um, and teach them about my own adversities and so that they can actually get the best out of the adversities that they have within themselves. So... That's pretty much me in a nutshell. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, if you do follow Chris on social media like Instagram, Facebook and stuff, you'll see that he's a very positive chap. Um, a lot of the stuff he posts is very sort of, it starts with you. Is that right to say, Chris? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, a lot of the stuff can be very controversial in a way. It's very unpopular um unpopular subjects that i talk about but i'd rather talk about something that's real and true than actually be beating like literally beating around the bush and be playing around with with words and hyping things up the way they should the way they are played about with um i'm that kind of guy where i'm just going to put it straight down the line and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mess around with anything or anyone and if if i don't like something i'll speak out about it (laughs) pretty much it's funny because since we've um got back in touch chris i think um it's kind of changed my mindset in a way um i'm still learning it all obviously but it's made me realize that there isn't really any sort of entry points these days if you want to do something you've just got to go for it haven't you like if you've got a top if you want to be a, a musician you want to be a guitarist you want to release your own album then do it like record labels are going to rip you off all that sort of stuff there's nothing stopping you from trying yourself sort of thing you know exactly exactly obviously being an ex-musician myself and yeah being in the band that's had management and stuff like that it's uh yeah yeah i um, I, I, I still get reminded of that quite often and um obviously there's that trust issue um but i do still trust people um obviously yeah. i don't have that lack of trust um 
Yeah, I mean, I've I've had a lot of stuff online happen, uh, which we'll probably talk about in this yes. podcast anyway. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's a very very it's a lucrative indus- industry. Yeah, definitely. You start doing it, and and you learn as you go, and that's the best thing about this industry is learning as you go. Um, and that's exactly what I've what I've had to do, and what everybody else has had to do as well. Not just yeah. with within the business or within the, the the sector in which you're running from with your vehicle, yeah. but from within. And personal development is such a huge, huge factor in which you have to grow, so people can come and follow you and get inspiration from you and your experiences and everything, thing like that. So, yeah, definitely. Um, just quickly switching gears, Chris, because I want this to uh, sound a bit more sort of, um, what's the word, a bit more end to end, if you were. So from the inception of Chris, as I knew you at the start, um, to present day, if that's all right with you. For sure. Um, so I think I first met you. Um, I think you were in bands prior, but obviously I met you when you were in St. The Sinner. That's um, correct. I think- the first time I properly met you and helped your band was at the Weymouth Pavilion. Um, you were playing for, I can't remember who it was now, but I think you were the main support band. Um, so, yeah, just tell us how you got into that situation or if you've had bands that you want to mention previous to that. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, it was, uh, I've, I've forgotten the name of the band as well. Um, yeah. But that night was was insane. That was such an such an incredible night. Um, yeah. For in terms of music and bands, I was I was in like three different bands before. I was doing funk. I was doing indie, and I did um, another band before that. Uh, it was called. Her Dying Wish, it was called, and it was based, yeah. in, based in Southampton. So that actually had the vocalist from St. The Sinner okay. in that band as well. And I introduced, yes. I introduced him to the band. Um, it all kind of happened as we were kind of like reminiscing over different times. Um, I used to hang around with one of the guitarists, like, Back in the day, we reconnected again, made this band up, um, got a drummer, tried uh, tried one of the drummers from the previous band as well. It didn't really work out. So at first, we didn't really have a drummer. <laughs> and then we introduced one, and it worked out quite well. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it, was, it was very sad to see them finish uh because yeah. i thought they had a lot going for them but um you know fair play to them for getting where they did yeah and uh yeah i mean if if any of them are do are what are listening to this and yeah. want to reconnect then let's go let's do it yeah. um <laughs> that's the attitude Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, I've I've got no bad feelings towards them. I've got no bad feelings towards any of them. Um, I'm just wishing them the best. But. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I think I met by memory, and I might be wrong here. Um, you were supporting Glamour of the Kill. 
That's right. Yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. Yeah, so I was in the promotions company um, called Hourglass Promotions. Um, and also that sort of died um, due to sort of lack of interest, really. And um, the reason I wanted to talk about this, Chris, is because I think that a lot of people see the the end process of being in a band and they see the success and they see the, oh, my God, we've just been signed. Uh, we've now got management. We're um, able to release our album. We've just been signed to Roadrunner Records. But no one really sees the the output um in terms of paying for band practice trying to get everyone in a room which obviously nowadays some people might not even be in the same country anymore uh bass strings you know little things like that cost like 40 quid a pack yeah um, and all the gear know, as well <laughs> it's just it's really brutal isn't it like it is you really have to really push it through the the grinder to be able to get to the other side nowadays so many bands so many promoters so many people that want to rip you off so many people that want to sort of break into your tour bus nickel your stuff like i've seen people nick bands merch in the past and i'm telling you right now pretty much most bands that get on a opening slot of a tour with a band that are successful are doing something called buy on which is about five thousand pounds usually for a band like i don't know uh simple plan or someone of that caliber then you're able to you know sell some eps which once again you've got to pay to record all that sort of stuff um and you're just lucky to break even is basically what i'm trying to say long story short yeah, um, and I don't think people really respect that, to be honest. Unless they're in that situation, they don't understand how much hard work it is. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it is a business. Yeah, you know, it yeah. is actually a business that's fully functioning. And yeah, I think especially with Sickness Inner, I invested about seven eight hundred quid into that band, um, and that was something that was so so I was so passionate about. Um, Unfortunately, I didn't see any of it back, but but yeah. the, the the thing is, like, in terms of all my gear, I think I had probably about two and a half grand's worth of gear as well. So that in itself was an investment in itself as well. So what people yeah. uh, what people don't realise is they only see the end result, but they don't see what's within it. And within it comes hard work, comes like 30, 40 pound a session. For, yeah. um, for rehearsals. Um, you've got merch as well, which you're spending probably two, three hundred pounds on. Uh, obviously, tour bus is going to be about a grand and a half at least, yeah. maybe even a little bit more if you're on a longer, yeah. if you're on a longer um, length of tour. Um, exactly. yeah. yeah, there's expenses. And that's, that's yeah. the same as to which um you know your own brand and your own um your own business runs um you know it takes it takes a lot of ownership and it takes a lot of responsibility to keep it running um and i think obviously having a past of putting events on myself that's kind of where i think my entrepreneurship kind of Mm. kind of start yeah i think that's where it started and i put on i think 
Yeah, I put Unburied Tomorrow on, blimey, this was years ago. This was when Dan <laughs> first joined the band. Um, I walked down memory lane with Chris. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> and um, it literally sold out. Like, it, it was well over capacity and yeah. the show had to be shut. Like before, before that, like half their set had to be cut because it like the place was just ram. Um, so <laughs> it was a good night. Um, every band was happy, everything like that, and and their name just got out into into Dorset, into Paul, into Bournemouth, and everything like that. They yeah. never touched the area. Um, yeah. and to see where they are now and to be part of that, yeah, always warms yeah. my heart. It always warms me that. It's it's possible. It is possible. It's worth doing. It's worth and, giving a go. Yeah, I mean, now they're signed to one of the biggest labels in the world. Yeah. You yeah. know, one of the biggest labels in the world. And it's just like, to be part of that success, to be part of yeah, the growth. That, yeah, yeah. That you see them actually going and doing what they're doing. You know, yeah. they, they're putting everything that, that they've done, they've put all yeah. the practice in. And they've just gone and done it and just smashed it. And that's yeah. that's something that's really, really quite pr- profound um, in this journey. Yeah. And I, I think that's one of that's the, one of the biggest memories that I yeah. keep holding myself accountable to is that, that that is one of my successes. So yeah, no, that's really good. Yeah, it's it's nice to see like everyone um, wants to be famous, but no one really wants to put the work in. So you see stuff on Instagram like The Rock, you know, Dwayne Johnson. He's, you know, ripped. He's up at 4 a.m. in the morning, you know, going to the gym. He's an absolute beast of a man. I think recently he put on his Instagram that he had to rip his own security gate off by his hands because it wasn't opening properly and he had to go film. <laughs> <It's just laughs> wow. But yeah, like he really like he struggled with a lot of stuff in the past and you know he wasn't getting paid a lot in the wwe which is why he pursued films and things but um you like i say you never you never see the the background of that um unless you document everything you do obviously which is what some people are doing on youtube and that sort of stuff but like i say everyone wants to be famous but no one wants to put the work in and i think that's quite similar with bands and anything really if you're an author of a book you know a self-starter in any aspect really then you've got to be on that phone all day um unfortunately we'll, we'll get into this at some point chris but <laughs> burn out don't they, you know? yes yes definitely a social blackout now and then to be able to breathe because we're on an always on culture at the moment especially now that everyone's working remotely and stuff it's quite difficult to sort of blur the unblur the line sometimes um i've been working from home for a bit i'm back on my site at the moment but um my girlfriend's working from home constantly until march and she's also just started a new company but i'll get onto that at some point i don't know if she wants me to plug it she might uh she might shout at me and i'm not up for that because i get shouted at enough um <laughs> so yeah it's just <laughs> it's just um it's crazy to see if you really really want something nowadays that you can actually achieve it but you've just got to i think one of my other motivational quotes that I can sort of take, and I'm sure that you can translate this, Chris, is luck. Uh, sorry, luck. Success is luck meeting preparation. Yes. That's a very, very good quote to uh, put forward as well. 
um, because you always have to be prepared. Um, Even when the bad things happen, you have to be prepared for them. Um, You know, within my journey of entrepreneurship, I've had a lot of bad things happen. You know, even when I was doing promoting, I've had venues shut down whilst on the night that I had um, a, a, a band to play. Um, which was a very costly thing. And, you know, it actually hurt my reputation. Um, And at that time, it hurt my ego. Um, And now I see that it hurt my ego. I was so ego-driven back then. Um, I wasn't humble enough to actually know, you know what, this is where I am right now, and this is where I'm going to move forward to. Um, And I was looking at what was going on right now, I was more focused on going forward uh, and actually yeah. going to the next thing, going to the next thing, chasing it, chasing it, chasing it, instead of actually being yeah. present right now and going, you know what? Everything yeah. around me right now is where I'm yeah. at. But I want to be yeah. better in every single way so that yeah. more abundance comes towards me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think sometimes you've just got to take a bit of a moment, have a bit of a you know, I've I've recently just got a um a new smartwatch and it allows you to sort of breathe properly. Um and it sort of rates your breathing out of a hundred. Um, you know, you've got to do your inhale, deep breath, exhale, deep breath. And I think sometimes people just need to sort of stop and smell the roses, as it were. But um you just use that as a little gap to sort of position yourself and just absolutely go for it the next day. Um, I think sometimes when you are absolutely dead set on something, then you kind of put your eggs in one basket and you won't stop until you've achieved what someone else has achieved next to you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that can be very good. It can be a very motivating factor to see that someone next to you has achieved that, but they could know people that could have accelerated that growth. And, you know, no, exactly. And and we said at the start. Yeah. Yeah, and we and we cannot compare to what other, somebody else has done, and we cannot compare yeah. to other people because yeah. essentially they're not you. So, and I've done yeah, yeah, exactly. numerous times, um, and it's completely burnt me out. It's completely yeah. burnt me out, and that's something that through this rebranding, which I'm doing now, yeah, it's something that I'm really, really focusing on. It's just following on this path of myself and what I do, yeah. not what somebody else does. Definitely. That's it. So um, just um, going back to after life as the bassist of St. The Sinner and various other bands that you've been in. So so what happened after that? Uh, what was next for you after that? Well, I became a dad. Yeah. <laughs> I became a dad. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a very, very big experience uh something that's yeah. very profound in my life um something that's dear to my heart as well so yeah so, so i became a dad then i started working um i pretty much had a job right through the band band anyway um i was just working a better job yeah. um and then 
a lot of things happened really and like separation happened um kind of a lot of drama was in my life i was in a bad place yeah. uh yeah out pretty much every weekend yeah Get my hands on things that i shouldn't shouldn't have <laughs> really really being a rebel to society essentially um yeah. and i ended up not caring um and yeah. after that one of my school friends contacted me and basically said oh yeah i've got a um got a business i want to introduce you to i was like nah yeah i'm okay no nah. she kept on texting me messaging me come on Come on, I want to show you it. Yeah. I'm fine. A few weeks down the line, oh, I've got a business launch. Um, I want to invite you to. This was after okay. work. Um, I phoned my mum up and said, "Oh yeah, do you want to come down to this with me? See what it's all about." And uh, yeah, so went down, looked at the presentation. The one thing that drew me to this business, which was online, was the personal development. Yeah. And that was something that I really needed was the kick up the arse, basically. Just like get yeah. your life back into shape, get your life back into gear because it was a mess. Um, yeah. So two weeks after that, obviously I said yes. Two weeks after that, I started, I put the investment in for the business. And I was so engrossed in the personal development that my habits changed. Um, I went to gym every yeah. single day, like literally every single day, yeah. early morning, and um, basically, yeah, like life just changed, and yeah. I was seeing the light instead of the darkness. But yeah. I appreciated that darkness in the fact, that, yeah, like yeah, I, I was going to go back to. Yeah. I need to see that to actually. Yeah, get into what what I was doing. Um, so, unfortunately, it must have been six months down the line that business had to be shut down um, because I had a bit of my past creep up, and basically that kind of shut the business down. Um, it was just yeah, it was just a whole palaver of things. Um, so then I joined another business, and. Um, I was in there for about a year. I went to the yeah. VIP conference and saw loads of speakers. I was in VIP as well. For the first time, yeah. I won a VIP ticket, which was worth up to about 500, 600 pounds, something like that. And um, yeah, like I got to see and know what it was like to be a top leader. And yeah. it was beautiful. It was amazing. Um, drinking Prosecco most of the day, um, hanging out with top leaders, talking to top leaders, seeing what they do, and really making a massive impact on myself and seeing how hard they're having to work just to get to where they are. Uh, that was the realisation. So that was a great weekend. Um, I then went to another company after that because the team that I was with they were creating a lot of drama. It, it does happen in the online industry, guys, by the way. Uh, if you're not yeah. aware of it, um, there is a lot of people that do create a lot of drama. Um, but don't let that turn, turn you off. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I, the business just did not fit. The business just did not fit with me. The products were fantastic. I was still getting like fit and healthy and everything. I was living up north at this point. And um, yeah, it was it was something that I was so focused on, laser focused on. Um, I was keeping pushing away, pushing away, pushing away. And then I started getting into coaching and speaking after that. And that was my main source yeah. of income, um, coaching and speaking. I was going to speaking events um, in with one of my old mentors. Um, I had a bad experience with him after two years of him mentoring me. Yeah. And basically, yeah, I think that's when the online hate kind of happened, really. It flowed. And then I got loads of complaints come through. The... Uh, yeah. Things were going wrong. Um, what I was saying was wrong. What I was doing was wrong. And I'm fully accountable to that. You know, yeah, I did mess up. I was probably completely, completely um, blind to it all. And blind to what I was being taught because I thought it was right. Um, and, yeah, like, I fully own what happened. Um, I see that now. And I believe that getting the right mentor is is something that's so important uh, and knowing that you can be taught in the best way possible. Um, and that's something yeah. that I've got right now. Obviously, I'm, I've got a counsellor right now, which is helping me. Um, I'm getting a coach as well, which is going to be a help with my business. So that is something that is going to be a huge investment. And I believe in investment so much. Um, I've spent yeah. probably close up to about eight thousand pounds so far in my personal development. Jesus. So, so <laughs> yeah, it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. that's what I believe in. I believe it. Like education is meant to be invested into. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of the internet hate came along and I kind of dwindled off. Uh, came off social media yeah. for six months, which was um, very much a grounding thing. It was very of much a grounding so. thing and something that brought me back to who I was. You know, I had to, I've had to rediscover myself. Um, obviously, before that, I got asked to speak with Les Brown. Um, that I didn't. That event didn't really happen, which is unfortunate. Right. Um, but then all of a sudden, like, yeah, it just, yeah, like when that internet hate came along, it just put everything out of sync, and I just said, yeah. I've got, to, I've got to recalibrate. I've got a reset. I've got a grounded again and really take myself back um and honestly so yeah just on that it seems to me that the stuff that you've told me in this podcast alone you seem to get dark places and you seem to get a lot of roadblocks in your career and your development um but as soon as you hit that roadblock 
it seems that you spring back twice as powerful. Um, which kind of sounds like a superpower now that I've said it like that. It does actually. So um, <laughs> um it, it is weird how we, we focus on the negative sometimes, but we always seem to sort of declare ourselves out of it and we, we push through. Like um there's recently a album um by a band called The Architects. Um and I think one of their guitarists passed away. I think his name was Tom. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to get an absolute ton of hate if that's wrong. I do apologize. Um, but they did a song called Doomsday, which was obviously about him passing away. And I remember very vividly hearing that for the first time. And one of their lyrics is the only way out is through. And I think that that is such a sort of prevalent, necessary thing to hear sometimes, especially when you're in a dark spot like yourself, Chris. That, that's just um, giving me goosebumps. <laughs> you need to like prove to yourself that you're not going to be like this forever um like right now obviously everyone's working remotely everyone's in fear they don't know when this situation that we're in is going to subside um a lot of people feel completely out of control and very sort of on edge and they'll refresh the bbc website constantly (laughs) um but kind of just need to remind ourselves that this is a temporary situation yes um, yes but it, it is difficult to get that into people's heads sometimes especially when they're living in the now and you don't have any forecast or foresight into the future yeah um, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I resonate with that completely um having been in this, this kind of situation numerous times facing adversity yeah um, we all get adversities in life. We all get obstacles in life. But it's yeah. about looking at the darkness and flipping it on its head yeah. and actually seeing what good is going to come out of this. Because yeah, it, if you think about it right now, in these current times, in these current circumstances, everybody's flipping out, everybody's buying shopping and you know, <laughs> buying the extra loo roll and everything like that. It's it's become it's become such a panic. I think the panic is not where people should be focused on. People should be focused on well, what can I do to make things better for myself? What can I do to make things better for my yeah. family? What can I do to create something that's going to bring me yeah. some good and some positivity into my life? Mm. Um, and you know, when you bounce back from yeah. this negative state, you know, being in this negative state, you can stay there constantly if you're constantly in that yeah. mindset. But definitely, when you are surrounded by people that are not only going to lift you up, but actually going to tell you the truth, like, this is only temporary. This is literally only temporary. There's nothing else is going to, nothing else is, is going to, you know, get in the way everything's going to be okay this is just a small small burst of darkness or whatever you want to call yeah. it um yeah and the light is in, the light is already there it's just a matter of your yeah. perspective it's how you see it it's yeah. how you envision it and if you envision yourself in the struggle you're going to envision yourself in that struggle for a very long time so yeah and and you're going to keep seeing that turn up in your life it's exactly like the law of attraction yeah people talk about the law of 
traction yeah, totally. every single time. Um, they talk about it every single day. You know, it's something that, that comes up in my life every single day. Um, and yeah. it's so true. Like every single time you think, you feel a new vision. I mm. know and I understand that what you see get, comes into your hands. What you think yeah. comes into your hands. What you feel comes into your hands. And you have to align yourself. Um, excuse me. You have to really align yourself and yeah, be precise with exactly what you want. You know, I, I've got a journal. I write down how I feel. You know, yesterday I had um, actually quite a bad day with my emotions. So I basically took a step back and I, I evaluated myself. I said, you know what, what's happening right now? My anxiety is at an all-time high. Um, I'm going to write my journal. Course, yeah. I'm going to sit down, take a chill, and just not do anything. Because if I do something... yeah. It's just going to make me worse. It's going to make everything get worse. So yeah. it's a matter of self-care. It's a matter of knowing exactly what you want, knowing exactly what you need to do to take care of yourself. Because when you start taking care of yourself, also yeah. other people are going to take care of you as well. When you start loving yourself more, other people are going to love yeah. you too. And you're going to attract more to you. You're going to attract more opportunities to you. You're going to attract so much more to you and it's so powerful and so incredibly um it's it's beautiful when it when it when you see it happen it's just like yeah. wow you know yeah yeah i think it's um it's very empowering to be able to be in control um i think something that i want to mention on this podcast is your opinion on something um which is very prevalent at the moment and i think that's kind of where i'm going to go with this podcast really is i'm going to act bigger than i am um just to see what happens really and it's the fake it till you make it methodology <laughs> um which is you know getting a really nice car on a lease and not telling anyone that it's on a lease and you've bought it outright because you're successful and you own a multi-million pound company in reality you know you're you're at home you're in a small two-bedroom house you're on your laptop you know you've written something like ben garber it solutions incorporated but in reality it's just you um and a lot of that seems to be kind of like when you're you when you're in the wild and you encounter a bear your natural instinct is to run away but what you should do to deter the bear um is make yourself bigger yes. than the bear and I wanted to know what you thought about that. And I think some people think it's quite toxic and unhealthy to have that attitude. But I think some people really benefit from getting themselves out there and putting on a sort of fake smile. Yeah, um, there's a positive and negative towards it. Obviously, the negative, uh, let's go into the bad stuff first. Um, the negative is the fact that you'll get, you know, you'll get poisoned for it, you get stung for it. Um, people are going to talk behind your back. Um, they're going to say, oh, you're not real, you're fake. Um, you're, you're never going to be successful, da, 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 da. The positive side of it yeah. is your vision, right? What you see for your future. Yeah. Um, there's 
huge goals that you want to achieve. There's huge goals in which you're going going to achieve it because you're making it happen. But the thing is, it's like putting a vision board up. Yeah, instead instead you're actually making yeah. it happen. Um, and, and that's something that I think people are so scared of doing. They live in the fear of, well, if they're doing that, then I can't do that. Um, yeah. And, you know, this society of the world is, is so scared and so drawn to being controlled by these several leaders. You know, it's 300 people or, or four or 500 people that control yeah. 8 billion people. And yeah, it's scary for the fact that people are so controlled by these three to five hundred leaders. Like, yeah, you know, have the vision to do bigger. You know, don't be one of the sheep and sit yeah. there and wait. You know, go and do something that's actually going to bring you some happiness. You know. Yeah. On, 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 the, on the side of this, I work a full-time job 40 hours a week. And, yeah. you know, any free time that I've got, I will be working on my speaking. I'll be working on my business. I'll be working on connections. I'll be working on building my community up. Um, yeah. And I'll be speaking the truth in, in, in as into what I hear and what I sit. Um And having that vision to go bigger is not something that you should be ashamed of. Because so so many people put shame onto thinking bigger. So many people put shame onto doing better. And I think it's probably become part of um, a generational gap uh and a generational bringing up uh, so to speak because i think it's a lot of people in our generation that are um that are ridiculed for it and it becomes how we've been brought up um so i think that in terms of fake it until you make it there's yeah, there's definitely a positive and negative towards it. I, I just believe that if people have got a vision, make it happen. So, do you think that fake it till you make it is a tool um, that has its uses? But at sometimes, you know, if your mates, you know, seventy five thousand pounds at a loss trying to run their business by themselves, when clearly they need like an intern or an apprentice or someone to help them then they need to sort of, like I said earlier, they need to have a bit of a chat with themselves and a bit of a breather. Yeah. Um, I've Yeah, because I've been there as yeah, well. I've, I've, I've tried to be bigger than yeah. what I thought yeah. I was. And I think that that literally brought me back down to earth again. I was like, damn, I need to actually, I, I need to actually have a look at myself and what, look at where I'm going. Because I'm not as big as I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think direction is key, really. Um, I think the way that we're we're educated doesn't help us in the the things that we're talking about now. Um, I was speaking to my mum of all people earlier about this: the fact that we go to school, we get shoved in a classroom with about twenty five other people, 
um, and we're basically told that if you don't succeed at school, you're not going to succeed. Um, and if you don't have a clear path by the end of school, so about 17, 18 years old, then you're not going to get anywhere in life. And I think the education system as it currently is, is very, very archaic. It's a very, very big dinosaur. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it needs a complete shake up, to be honest, because I'm a, um IT person by trade. And I was basically taught how to use Excel in IT. Um, it wasn't beneficial to me, really. Um, luckily, I'm quite talented with that sort of stuff from the get go. But I just don't think that that was a a retrospective fit for something. You know, it's like going to a French class and learning two sentences. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just those two sentences, nail it. You know? And then you want to actually go to France and guess what? You don't need those two sentences anymore. Yeah. You know, I think... Um, what, what do you think about sense. that? Definitely. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know how long it's going to take. Like, obviously, people are doing remote school at the moment. I think quite a lot of people, to be fair, are back yeah. in school. Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, it just, just seems very strange to me that that's not been addressed yet by most people in the world, really. It's not just the UK. I think it's the US. It's, um, you know, a lot of really big players in the global market just don't seem to want to address No, they don't, because they're so based on their own, it's, their own, per- it's, it's based on their own personal likings. Um, and that, that's where it comes down to is their own personal likings and what they want to do rather than listen yeah. to the people and listen yeah. to what they want to do. So, yeah. Um, just one more question. Um, and then I was going to uh, do a bit of a segment after this. Um, I wanted to ask you how you stay so positive. But I then saw your Instagram post yesterday about uh, trying your best to be positive all the time. But obviously, sometimes life is actually not that. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you want to go into that. Like, obviously, yesterday you said you had a bit of a yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So feel um, free to uh, use this as a bit of a therapy session <laughs> if you want. So we're all human <laughs> and we all have emotions. Yeah. Um, you know, being positive all the time, you cannot be a robot. You cannot be a robot. No matter how many times somebody's going to say, oh, yeah, have positive thoughts all the time. Be around positive people all the time. That's going to make you feel better. Yes, it does. But it can also be so repetitive that you're going to get... You're literally going to get completely... Um, your mind's going to explode sometimes. And it can do. And it can do. Um, yeah. And I think that when you have anxieties and when you've had a lot of trauma from the past, um, those anxieties can come up pretty, uh, they can creep up, creep up on you at any point. Um, and as you said, yeah. like, and as I, as we both said, like yesterday, I had a really bad day. Um, yeah. And it's literally. You know, you can have a bad day, but the next day, as long as you're resting, as long as you're actually taking care of yourself, yeah, and and you're basically expressing yourself in the way you want to express, because a lot of the time, 
we are so conditioned to be like somebody else. Um, society conditions us to be like somebody else. We look on TV, we look, we hear the radio. Oh, we want to be like that person. We, we want to be like that person. We want to be like that sports person. Uh, we want to be like that band. Yeah. Right. But unless we add our own flavor, we're not going to be ourselves. When, you know, we have to have our own flavor. And this is what so many people are so afraid of is, you know, be your own flavor. Whether it's chocolate, whether you add sprinkles, whether you have whipped cream, strawberries, whether you have vanilla, you know, it, it, whether you're like a rum base, <laughs> whether, you know, whatever you do, be yourself mm-hmm. and not be afraid to express your, your true emotions because there's a lot of scarcity yeah. over being the person that we are and we're scared of not being the person that we look up to. You know, there are so many people that I do look up to in terms of speakers, in terms of coaches, in terms of, you know, influencers that I see on a daily basis. And, you know, as much as I'd love to be them, as much as I'd love to be in their position, I have to be myself and create what I'm doing right now. Um, And that's my main mission is to actually yes be positive but also be real because yeah. if you're not real with who you are and how you're feeling you cannot be an inspiration to somebody if you cannot be your own motivation um and be your own inspiration you cannot be an inspiration for somebody else um and, and it's as i said earlier like if you cannot love yourself you, nobody else is going to love you too you're going to keep re- like no. repelling people like day after day after day, people are going to start repelling against you. Um, and I see it like I see, I see attraction daily, um, especially with my partner. You know, I see attraction daily. She's in network marketing, and you know, she's got quite a big team and and everything like that. And I believe that when you're so focused on your path, where you're going, you're going to get there. Yeah, you're going to get there, no matter what it takes. Yeah. Um, and the positivity side again it goes with the law of attraction what, you, what you're always giving out if you're always giving out love love is going to come back to you yeah. um, and mm-hmm. I just believe that if we step into the moment of our feelings excuse me if we step into the moment of our feelings and not pack our back well and uh, yeah, and not pack our bags there. We can literally move forward yeah. and go. You know what? Better's on its way. Yeah. So, really, really be in the moment of where you're at. Don't pack your bags there. Don't stay there. Move forward and use it as your motivation to actually go and be productive. Flip, flip the script. You know. Yeah. Turn it into a massive positive if you've got a negative vibe about it. If, you, if you've got negativity around you, change your environment. I go out for walks. I go out and meditate. And I go sit down yeah. for like 10, 15 minutes. I'm just like, right, I need my own time because this energy that I'm feeling, it's not for me. So I need my own time. I need to look after myself. I need to actually 
understand myself on a spiritual level and really understand my body because if I can if I can't look after myself how can I look after somebody else so yeah yeah it's literally all about self-care and I believe that positivity is just such a well-used word that gets thrown about every single every single day yeah. by people that aren't actually really truly that positive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. As much as it's an unpopular opinion, yeah, it's the truth because there are so many people. Yeah. Again, going on to fake it till you make it, faking their positivity, yeah, put yeah, yeah, a yeah. smile when they're not actually really happy. Mm. That they're not actually attracting the people that they want to attract. Yeah, no, I can't argue with that. I, I see a lot of that on YouTube. Um, I'm a very, very avid YouTuber sort of culture at the moment. Um, and I think even PewDiePie, who's obviously the biggest subscribed person on YouTube as an individual, um, I know T-Series or whatever they're called, are an Indian pop network or something, and they've overtaken him. But I think even he like admitted that he was doing a sort of fake it till you make it false positivity thing when it was his yeah. heyday when he was filming every yeah. day. Um, Cause he knew that people didn't want to watch him moan about games. They wanted him to be happy. So he'd, he'd shut the door, you know, he'd close away the outside world. He would film his gameplay and he would, you know, bang tons and tons of views. And that's why he is where he is kind of. And it comes back to that sort of fake it till you make it attitude, I suppose. But, I think the the long lasting effects of that sometimes can be more damaging than what you actually realize. Um, especially if you get to that level of sort of fame where people in the street, you know, you're just going to go get your Tesco meal deal and people want to take photos with you and you're not that person exactly. that you portray on the screen. And I think sometimes really mess people up because they just think that the whole internet is this fake artificial place where people put on the best versions of themselves and i think like stuff like instagram is life for a filter it's your greatest hits isn't it um and i think sometimes that can be a bit jarring to some people especially the older generation that really this is true what we're doing yeah this is <laughs> what we're this trying is very to very true um and i think that so many people are afraid of showing yeah. their true selves that go out and do things that yeah. aren't them at all and it all just comes crumbling down. Yeah. Um and that's yeah. where things start to fail. And that's where, you know, you do from these failures, but yeah. if you don't learn if you don't make these mistakes and learn these failures, you're never gonna learn in the first place. And it's through every single part of life. Your relationship, your business, your family. I think even yourself. Yeah. I think something I need to do really in terms of thinking a bit more like you, because um, you kind of radiate positivity even through the screen that I'm looking at right now. Um, it, not in every aspect, obviously, because we've just discussed that that's not healthy. Um, but I think sometimes when I get angry and stuff, um, you know, I've got a six year old. Um, and he loves asking me questions. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood for it. Like we're filming late 
in my opinion now i'm usually in bed by half nine um and you know he's upstairs in bed and then you hear daddy and it's just like oh my god <laughs> you're meant to be asleep um but it's about flipping that on its head really and um enjoying the time that i have with him and i think something that i need to do for myself really is document sort of things that annoy me and failures um and then you can kind of look back on them and you can find out your kind of triggers yeah that's powerful that's a very 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 powerful exercise Um, to do um that's just goosebumps as well that's something that i've I've done previously and something that um (laughs) is really 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 effective when you when you see things on paper and you see what your current circumstances yeah. are, or your current situation, or current behaviors like. That's where you see, like, wow, okay, this yeah. needs, to, needs to change. And you'll put the exact action you need yeah. to change it literally straight away. And mm-hmm. you, you put it up on your wall. Uh, what, what I used to do is literally put it up on a wall, yeah. look at it every single day, and just go, wow, yeah. This is it. This is where I'm going. Yeah. This is where I'm heading. Um, what, what did it was affirmations, gratitudes. Um, I used to put post-it notes all around my, my, my wall of my bedroom. <laughs> Literally, of affirmations. Yeah. Everywhere in my flat as well. Yeah. Just affirmations yeah. everywhere. Um, it used to look really, really fun. Yeah. yeah. Were, they, were they positive, though? Yeah. Positive um, affirmation, positive affirmations, okay. right. gratitudes, um, yeah, just things that will lift you up even when you're feeling feeling uh, low. Um, yeah. But I would also journal and write in a notebook these kind of exercises that you're mentioning, and really, really go deep within myself. Yeah, and that's what it's about is yeah. is going deep within yourself, having the courage to actually go. You know what? I need to look inside myself. I need to actually take the BS out of myself and be open to yeah. seeing what's truly there. And a lot of people are so afraid to do that. They think, oh no, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna find my shadow and I'm up I'm actually afraid of my shadow. Your shadow is there to show you the light. Um yeah, and, yeah. and that's yeah. you know, you, you the, when you stay in that shadow, the adversities will keep on turning up. You're going to keep on attracting those adversities. If you don't bring yeah. those adversities yeah. out to the light, you're not going to change anything. Um, and this is what I'm going to be basing what, yeah. uh, one of my programs about, which I'm going to be putting forward within the next. Oh, blimey, I've got, I've got, um, I have a time of about the next probably three months of bringing it out. Um, obviously just building myself back up again and making sure that I can get out to as much media as possible and just spread the message out because that's that's what I want to do is spread the message out that the adversities you face on a daily basis are what you also attract so that's something that's being given to you Um, and your language is such an important thing Um, even today I was looking at language and name calling within itself name calling within itself yeah. is on a low vibrational level so if we start name calling people it's a low vibration yeah 
we're below the people that we think are below us. So we need to, uh, that stuck in my mind today. And I was just like, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, no, so okay. yeah, yeah, and I believe that Very when you're on a vibrational yeah. level of positivity, um, really, really, yeah. I think when we talk in a low vibration, we are essentially affecting what's around us. So really yeah. doing the things that are going to help you out on, in, on the inside are going to really truly help you out on the outside. So that's, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, definitely. No, that makes sense. I, um, I did um, see that you went live. Is that something you do quite a lot on your Facebook page or is that... Um... At the moment, it's something that I'm still working within myself. Um, <laughs> obviously, due to the online yeah. online stuff that happened previously, I'm still working myself mm. up to actually go live again. Um, but yeah, that's that's going to happen again yeah. very soon. I'm just I'm just building myself up to it. But um, yeah, it's something I do love doing. I've done within my years of personal development, I've done over a thousand Facebook lives. Um, so I intend to carry that out and give as much value as possible to the people that want to hear it yeah yeah that's good that's really good do you ever, ever get embarrassed that you're like pulling your phone out in front of potentially hundreds of people and no not at all like it used to it used to before bother you? yeah because you know no you're not i suppose don't you you've got enough people and enough community now to justify the fact that you know you're essentially talking to a phone but it is all about, about the people, people on the other end and I, th I think when when you public speaking is the most feared thing in the world yeah public you know going out for a skydive anybody yeah. can do that oh, fine yeah. right but public public well, well, well i'm gonna go do it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah but public speaking within itself is the most feared <laughs> thing um for anybody mm -hmm. to do and i think once you get over the fear of public speaking, anything's possible. Yeah. And yeah, that, no, I get that. Yeah. And I think whether yeah, it's think for I a minute, it two it minutes, down. it doesn't matter. Ten seconds, even. Just say hi. Yeah. Do it. You know, go and do it. Get yourself out there. Yeah. Um, and as much as I'm speaking yeah. from my experience, that's what I'm building myself up to as well. You know, yeah. it's it's taking myself back out there again. Um, obviously, with the therapist, yeah. I'm working with that, working on that as well. So, yeah. it's it's all about yeah, it's all about your own self growth and understanding really that anything is possible. 
as long as you believe it's possible. As long as you've got somebody who you can trust that will help you get there as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you apply enough force sometimes, you'll get your result. Um, It's all about not pushing too hard because all you're going to do is hurt yourself or other people. Um, But it's also about not being really, really gentle. I think sometimes you have to be firm. Um, Yeah, sometimes. To be kind of stuff. Um, you have to sort of visualize your your ladder and you need to take a step say once a week you know within a couple of months you'll get to the end of the ladder and you'll achieve what you wanted to achieve Um, I'm a very results driven person Um, I don't like it when people make excuses um, but that's kind of my work ethic I suppose is um, I'm not too bothered about style I'm I'm about the end result. Um, I think I'd be a very good politician. <laughs> I'm probably too honest for that. So um, don't know don't know how well I'd get on. Um, so yeah, I, I think um I can relate to a lot of stuff that you're saying. Um, I think you know at some point we need to. That'd be good. I need I need to come back down again and uh, yeah. reminisce. Yeah, definitely meet you halfway or something yeah if you want to come to dorset <laughs> just don't bring a, a virus with you <laughs> yeah we're, we're fairly clean we're up fairly here clean as well, actually, but yeah um, that's good that's good just um one last thing i wanted to mention or ask i suppose is um if anyone is listening to this hopefully there'll be at least you know two people listening to this at some point in the future um what would you say to someone that was struggling with the current situation that we're in and how would you sort of help them get out of the situation that they may have created for themselves or other people may have created for them? How would you help them? Oh, that's a good question. Um, a dark place. Adversity is a universal thing. Um, and it's something we all have to deal with at some point in our lives, whether we've been brought up, in a middle-class neighborhood, whether we've been brought up with rich parents, whether we've been brought up with poor parents, um, adversity is going to happen regardless. Grief grief is going to happen, you know. Um, And in this situation, you know, I've, I've suffered a lot of loss myself within the past few months with obviously relatives passing away. But I believe that if we're going to stay yeah. in the state of I think negativity and keep listening to negativity um, that's going to keep us there um, so yeah. I would say go outside go for a walk um, instead of look at the news look at some speakers look at some motivation look at somebody who actually you may like um, start reading books. You know, I'm reading uh, Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass at the moment. I'm uh, rereading that. And that in itself is really good for confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's such an amazing guideline for confidence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And really start changing your environment. You know, your environment is such a, hu- a huge part of your growth. Um, 
I think that's a huge thing in which we need to understand that our environment is the way we live. And if we live in a cluttered place, our minds are going to be cluttered too. Um, I would say if you're in a serious situation, write down your feelings. You know, if you don't have anybody to talk to, write them down or even con or, or phone up somebody who you trust and talk about it. Um, because that's that's yeah, one of the biggest things we can do is is talk, keep talking. Um and being being the in, in expression and you know, be honest about it because if you're not honest, you're gonna be hurting yourself as well. Um and I don't and I don't want that to happen to anybody. Um yeah. no, of course. I think see the positive as to what the negative is that is in what's for what's happening right now. See the positive and the opportunity in, in what can happen for you right now because the the negative opens a doorway yeah for opportunity yeah i think that's and that's fair yeah i think even right now like yeah that have never been in this in this industry before um and that's such a positive thing for this industry is the fact that there are people that yeah. I haven't ever gone into this space and they're like, wow, wow, okay, I wish I did this before. Like, I've been asked about it before, but I wish I did this before. Yeah. So, there is positives from that as well. Um, and just keep looking at the positives. Don't mm. stop. Um, don't stop at seeing the darkness. But see the darkness for what it is. Yes, it is darkness. But yeah. also keep seeing it as yeah. the doorway to go in. You know, yeah. I can't live in this. Yeah. I can't live in this present state of, of low, low vibration. Yeah. So I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to go, you know what? There's an opportunity there for me. Yeah. A friend's asked me to do this business. A friend's asked me to do this course. A friend's asked yeah. me to do this. Go and do it. I mean, if you got enough time on your hands, why not go and do it and make some money out of it and support your family even more? Um, yeah. I just believe that mm. in this current space, we are making a huge deal um, out of opportunity. Yeah. I think um, the value in acknowledging your demons is something that's incredibly powerful. Um, they're not necessarily going to go away overnight, but I think when you don't think about them, they might disturb your present if you don't make peace. Exactly with your past, that. No, exactly that. that. Sort of thing. Um, Does that make sense? And I think, yeah, you just need to sort of. Yeah, as the term goes, check yourself before you wreck yourself, essentially. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what i'll call it. i'm gonna call this podcast that <laughs> with chris <laughs> so, yeah yeah cool um is there anything um, you wanted to yeah that, i think that's everything really i'm kind are? of yeah <laughs> i'm exhausted out of um things to talk about now so 
It's difficult to uh, put yourself out there sometimes, but I'm, I'm glad that I'm doing what I'm doing in terms of getting this. It, this is a bold move. Tarmac, as it were. Yeah, this yeah. is a bold move, and I'm this is a move that, that I think many people should be taking homage of as well and just going, you know what? I actually respect that. I like that. I'm going to do that as well. What have I got to Yeah. I'm glad I've got people around like yourself that are available to me as well. So thank you for that. Obviously, I messaged you last night um, saying thank you for your, you know, throwing yourself into the first episode and all that sort of stuff. And hopefully, you know, I can have some more people like yourself. or Definitely. At some point yeah, I'll, I'll recommend people to you as well. We'll I'll see get getting on. Long, to, long for you. And uh, yeah, you're, you're going to get some quality people. Believe me. Good. Is there um anything you want to plug, Chris? Or are you fairly happy? I'll put some description sort of links. Yeah, I mean, I have an online on a community like called uh, Inspired to Be You Community, which I'm building. It's very much a truth talk community. So there's bad days, there's good days, there's people adding value. Um, just being real, and that's what it's all about. Um, I'm adding value in there as well. I'm doing a lot of talks in regards to language, in regards to mindset, in regards to yeah. being open, in regards to courage. Everything that that goes on with being real, it's it's in there. Um, and yeah, it, it's a great community. There's some great people in there. And I'm going to be moving that forward into bringing my future programs in there, seeing what people would like from that. Good. Yeah. I, I think um you need to just carry on as you are in terms of your own personal pace. I think um, you know, you don't want to go back to that complete blackout sort of um, you know, sometimes a couple of months away is decent, but I think six months sometimes you might come back and everything's changed. <laughs> um, but it's good that you obviously came back. Yeah, yeah, it, it was back. refreshing though. It was a refreshing um yep. break, so <laughs> yeah. yeah that's good but yeah um i think that's it guys so um thank you for listening to the first episode of absolute bedlam podcast hopefully it wasn't too much bedlam for you for the first episode um just really quickly want to mention um the passing of van halen so eddie van halen recently passed away um I think most people kind of overlooked him in our generation. I'm sorry. I've just turned going to be thirty-one. Old. How old are you, Chris? Yeah. yeah. So, basically, long story short, Eddie Van Halen created tapping, or discovered tapping. He didn't create it necessarily. He popularized it, and he went on to write all sorts of amazing songs that we still hear today, like "Jump," uh, "Hot for Teacher," "You Really Got Me" by the Kinks. He covered that. Um, Panama uh, all sorts of you know eruption which was actually um, I don't know it was kind of poked at in the film Minions which is the Despicable Me kind of prequel um, and yeah he he really did try his best with everything that he came into contact with and I think he really kind of chased that sort of American dream of I just want to play guitar. Um, I don't want to do anything else. Um, that sort of Tony Hawk 
way of living of this is all I want to do for the rest of my life and I think he is a icon that will be remembered for a very very long time um the likes of sort of Prince and David Bowie and stuff I think he's up there sort of jamming away with them but yeah I just really quickly wanted to mention that on the podcast because I don't want something like that to go sort of unchecked because music is a pretty big part of my life and um he's a pretty substantial sort of legend and I think um it would be disrespectful for myself to not acknowledge that on this so yeah rest in peace and I hope that his family and everyone's doing all right but yeah um same again next week hopefully I've got uh John Belfield from Sanctuary slash Eternal Endeavour who's done a similar thing to Chris really he's become a bit of an entrepreneur so hopefully we'll uh we'll get to chat to him for a bit but yeah thank you again Chris for being on thank the podcast you. and I'm looking forward to seeing how you get on in the future and um like and subscribe and all that stuff that would be awesome